FTX is the story that keeps on giving this week. Here in the courts of Delaware, where I reside, an absolute blockbuster, stunning revelation just came out that the Bahamas, their government interfered after the bankruptcy and ordered Sam Bankman Freed to hack his own company and steal money and put it in the cold wallets. This is amazing. How is it that I'm one of the few people that are dedicating an entire week to this? This is phenomenal. Sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. Welcome back, Bold Americans, to another episode. It is Thursday. We've had an eventful week with FTX and Sam Bankman-Fried. And it's the story that keeps on giving, as you heard me say in the beginning. The newest revelation that just came out of the courts here in Delaware is that the Bahamas ordered the money to be moved over to a cold wallet. Now, as I explained before, the cold wallet is when you take cryptocurrency and take it offline. And this can be done for uh, really unethical purposes. When you put something in a cold wallet, they can clean the coin and put it back in the market and make it completely untraceable. And uh, I, I know that information from people that are in the know in crypto that are telling me what this means. This is an absolute bombshell. The public is supposed to believe that Sam has been a billionaire made from his mother, put in charge of FTX and Alameda Research. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that somebody who's gone to the Bahamas to set up outside of regulations and then is about to file bankruptcy. And immediately after he files bankruptcy, the Bahamian government ordered him to hack FTX systems and to take the assets to the Bahamas into their wallet to keep them secure. No, that's not how cold wallets work. When you put something in a cold wallet off the internet, you can clean the currency and you can release it back to whomever you want. It is the ultimate money laundering scheme. And the Bahamian government is completely in on it. Completely in on it. Who is this guy? Because he's not just some kid. He is not just some kid that is doing unethical things. What is uh, going on in the Bahamas right now and who is tied to them? Is he some type of federal agent? Is he a government agent? Is he working for a royal family? Who is Sam Bankman-Fried's employer? Who does his mother answer to? His mother is in charge of getting almost every Democrat <laughs> elected. It, it, don't believe me. Look this stuff up. I, I covered it already on shows. You can go back to the shows, the past three shows. This is laughable. It's comedic. It's comedic that Bankman Freed hacked his own company after bankruptcy. And then yesterday in his interview for, with Vox, that never comes up. It never comes up on what unethical behavior he might have done. He, he just happened to forget. Oh, yeah, by the way, I, I'm the one that hacked the company because the Bahamian government said I had to do so. And the story gets even better than that. It gets even better because <laughs> the, 
the Bahama government is obviously directing unauthorized access against all the people who had their money stolen that cost their investors $11 billion. That's when everything began to collapse on November 11th, $11 billion. Uh, And this was all because of the relaxed tax laws that he met with Mitch McConnell and so many other people in order to make sure that everybody felt nice and comfortable about what he was doing. This is the same person that the Democrat Party propped up and said, yeah, that's fine. You can help us out in the Ukraine, too. You don't think this guy's a government agent? You don't think that this guy's serving somebody larger? I, I made the comparison in my first show of Jeffrey Epstein and this individual. I'm starting to think that I was spot on, absolutely spot on. When I told America earlier this week that this was the largest story that not enough people were talking about, and I continued to shine a flashlight onto this story each day, well, guess what? I am being proven right. So much so, the Elon Musk is even now pointing out that Twitter's doing a better job of telling this story than the news media is. Uh, the Bahamas has issued a statement back, and I want to thank my good friend Chris Michaels from The Last Call with Chris Michaels Podcast for sending this to me uh, just minutes ago. He sent me this media release that states, For immediate release, Securities Commission of the Bahamas assumes control of assets of FTX Digital Markets Limited. Nassau, the Bahamas, Thursday, November 17, 2022. On November 12, 2022, the Securities Commission of the Bahamas, in the exercise of its powers as regulator acting under the authority of an order made by the Supreme Court of the Bahamas, took the action of directing the transfer of all digital assets of FTX digital markets to a digital wallet controlled by the commission for safekeeping. Urgent interim regulatory action was necessary to protect the interest of clients and creditors of FDM. So where's this $11 billion? Does that mean that the Bahamas has everything in safekeeping? What gave them the right to take everybody's money and do that? Why would Sam Bankman-Fried cooperate? This sounds like cover because somebody got caught with their pants down. This sounds like the Bahamas, the story comes out in the news and all of a sudden they're going, oh, we better tell everybody this was just because we cared. We're holding it in safekeeping right now. Don't worry. We have your money. (laughs) this is not good news for anyone, not good news for anyone, but it was especially bad news for those people that owned Voyager because Voyager had successfully made it through the bankruptcy process. And all of us had gotten emails over the past several weeks that they had found a company to purchase them. And that pretty soon we would find out how much money we were going to get back. And I was feeling pretty good. I was like, you know, this is, this is good news. I I didn't lose everything. Uh, Something will come back in just a few moments. And uh, I'll, I'll feel like I was made whole, at least by the courts. Nope, not this morning. This morning, my email blows up as well as every other person that had Voyager. Guess who was the person who had agreed to buy Voyager a few, several weeks ago. Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX. They were the people that were going to buy Voyager out of bankruptcy. But guess what? That has fallen through and 
Voyager today had to tell everybody we had to freeze everything because obviously with FTX's bankruptcy, uh, they cannot make the purchase of Voyager. So therefore now they're looking for somebody else. There is no one else. There's no one in the stable that can come out to pitch the final innings here, the pay me back or pay anybody else back from Voyager. But perhaps there's some politicians out there that have taken money from FTX that would be happy to start refunding my money. People that have been helping the <laughs> practices of exchanges, predatory as we see now, uh, build. I'm looking at you, Ben Sassy. I'm looking at you and the $5,800 that you received in August of 2021 uh, in, <laughs> directly from Sam Bankman-Fried. That's right. I, I can see that money right here on the release form. And perhaps I shouldn't be shocked that Democrats, Republicans, they're, they're all on the donation list that is now coming out. You can research this yourself, but there are plenty of people that are starting to put out who received money with the uh, federal releases. Uh, so the, the most recent one um, is a Schedule A FEC Form 3 showing uh, Samuel Bankman-Fried, his address in Stanford, California, FTX US, CEO, August 2nd, 2021, $5,800 directly to none other than Senator Ben Sassy. <laughs> so sassy. <laughs> I just like saying it that way. It makes me feel better as I say his name. Um, but we can probably find plenty of Schedule A's amongst the Democrats and the Republicans. And some of the people that have worked on these initial coin offerings that have led to these exchanges... Uh, they're very easy to find because we have great public records of people that have sat in these hearings to find out exactly uh, what the general direction would be. So, you know, some of them are WEF men, uh, members. Pat Toomey, you're on the list um, and you're also part of the WEF. What do you have to say for yourself? Uh, so many Democrats on this list, so many Republicans. Eventually, I'm going to wait for more to come out before I start tossing too many names out there and getting myself into uh, trouble before I have all the facts. But I want you to listen to these words from four years ago. This was on Bloomberg. This is Peter Van Valkenburg, who Ben Sasse uh, answered questions with during a congressional hearing earlier that week. And this is from March 14th. 2018. Listen to this audio. I think it's it's very enlightening in light of everything that's going on right now. In 2013, FinCEN, which is the regulator for anti-money laundering at the federal level, said exchanges for cryptocurrencies, things like Coinbase or Zappo, they're money services businesses, they transmit money for people, and that makes sense because an exchange takes people's bitcoins and gives them dollars, or it takes people's bitcoins and sends them to other people. They're an intermediary in between two persons, and that's why under our constitutional jurisprudence and under our regulations, it's okay to mandate that they have surveillance collecting information about those people, because those people willingly handed that information over to a third party. It's called the Third Party Doctrine of the Constitution, uh, the Fourth Amendment, rather. Now, different story, I think, if I invent a new token, just, you know, because I'm 
you know, I've got an idea or because I've got nothing better to do with my Peter time. Coin. And I sell it to another person. Then there's no intermediary. There's no third party. There's just me and another person. So calling me a money transmitter because I'm engaged in a person-to-person -person transaction to me is an overreach, both constitutionally and from an interpretive standpoint as far as the Bank Secrecy Act and the anti-money laundering rules. Are you paying attention yet? They have perfected money laundering. Now, let's go back three shows ago to what I was telling you about in the Ukraine and FTX, because I think I glazed over what I should have really researched a little bit more at the time and given you a little bit more of information. So here is the uh, alleged connection between the money laundering in the Ukraine and FTX. And this comes from coindesk.com, all right? So they're claiming that the Fundraising Crypto Foundation at Aid for Ukraine used FTX to convert crypto donations into fiat currency last March. Ukraine's government says that they never invested any funds into FTX. And they're saying that the, the whole narrative that the Ukraine allegedly invested there or uh, who donated money to Democrats is nonsense. This is the same people that also said, nope, we still think it was a Russian missile that <laughs> landed in Poland after they proved that the missile that was landed there was a surface-to-air missile that landed erroneously in Poland, only has about a 100-mile top range. Actually, it's less than 100 miles, which if you look at the border of Russia, to where it landed in Poland, it was absolutely impossible for Russia to have launched this. The only place that could have launched this is the Ukraine. So tell me about how trustworthy the Ukrainian government is. Or why would the Ukrainian government tell you, oh yeah, we, the, it's directly from the Democrat money that we received and we were funneling back through because it's a great way to launder. No one's going to talk about that. No one's going to tell you, oh yeah, absolutely, sorry, uh, our bad. Thank you, FTX, for helping to fund our war with the Democrats. Thank you, Joe Biden, all that money that got sent over. Uh, but get, let me tell you something. The investigation, if anything I'm learning right now, it's the investigation that Joe Biden, it's coming. The investigation that should have started a long time ago with the Hunter Biden laptop to talk about what Joe Biden was really into around the world. And let me tell you, the Ukraine is ground zero for the Biden family. It's ground zero because I, I spoke with a few individuals that are on have been on my show um, way back when. Let, let me tell you a story. Actually, you know what? Let's get into the break. And on the way out of the break, we're going to talk about, about why... FTX might be the best thing that happened in some respects and what's going on with this show and so many others that are trying to get the word out and give you the unfiltered truth, the best that we can. It's such a good thing for transparency because if it wasn't for this podcast and other podcasts and Twitter right now, the world would not know just how corrupt everything is and the truth's coming out and that's a good thing. So we're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. People often ask me, Malcolm, how do we fight the corruption? Robert Frost has said it best. 
freedom lies in being bold. Well, for six incredible years, bold is America out loud. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Welcome back, Bold Americans. All right, we got a crazy story coming up for you in just a second. But before we do that, I just want to acknowledge uh, Laura. Laura is a listener to the show. Uh, she has retweeted a number of times. Uh, she's a huge supporter of a lot of shows on the America Out Loud Network. And her son messaged me and some other people uh, early this morning um, and told me that his mother was mugged and attacked and suffered a broken left arm and a badly bruised face. She now has swelling on the brain and is having some issues. Um, this is disgusting. Um, my prayers are with her son and Laura uh, for a speedy recovery. Uh, when her son sent a message later, uh, he informed us they caught the guy who had attacked her and because of New York's laws, the gentleman hasn't used the no bail laws and he's already been freed with no restrictions. <sighs> nothing changes in New York. I swear nothing changes. Anyway, I just want to offer my love, my prayers um, for a speedy recovery to Laura and for those in New York that um, are supporting these type of, policies shame on you now moving gears joe biden the investigation it's coming uh, i've heard this story a number of times living here in delaware and you've heard me tease it before but i think the time is now the time is now to tell this story about david tuttleman now david tuttleman was the owner of a popular nightclub in wilmington delaware called 
Kahunaville. Not only is uh, was he the owner of this popular nightclub, but he's had many other successful ventures, I guess I would say, throughout the years. He has since grown a very high-end marijuana business. Um, and he's probably, I don't know, 62 years old at this point. Uh, I haven't kept up on him too much. But what I want to tell everybody is he's shared this story with people all throughout Delaware. And it found its way from multiple people back to me. That David Tuttleman, when he was looking to sell the kahuna, um, and this is how it's been told to me. So there may be some details. I'm getting here second uh, hand source here. Uh, he was in touch with a gentleman by the name of John Hynanski. Now, John Hynanski established Winter Auto, Winter Ford at the time. Uh, I believe it was the very first part of it was called Holiday Lincoln Mercury. Be, later went on to become Winter Auto and then Winter Ford. Now, John Hynanski founded this in 1973 the same year that Joe Biden was elected to government and went off to Washington, D.C. Now, that group continued to grow for many decades. Now, Tuttleman says, you know, everybody should be looking at what is the largest auto dealer in the Ukraine? Because Hynansky told him that Joe Biden set him up in the Ukraine, that he took care of him. He had a bunch of different connections. And that is the reason why Winnow Auto this small little car company in 1973 is now one of the most, if not the most successful brand in the Ukraine. And when I say that they are the most successful in the Ukraine, let me tell you the timeline of how things happened to support Tuttleman's story. In 1992, the company winner uh, obtained an official status of a dealer of Ford Motor Motor Company in the Ukraine. That was right after they declared its independence. And I'm told the person who brokered that deal was none other than Senator Joe Biden, who is now our president. And he did so because he had this uh, really good love of the Ford brand. That's what I'm told. So he brought Hynansky together, and then apparently there were some other people involved in winter that loosely had some family in the Ukraine too. And so this deal was brokered in 1997. Okay. This is very fast. How quickly this happened in 1997 construction of winter, uh, first showroom in the Ukraine happened. And they also founded the winter construction group, which is now one of the largest, uh, <laughs> construction for commercial real estate uh, companies in the entire Ukraine as well. By 2000, Winner takes Ukraine and brings them uh, Volvo cars. And uh, so Volvo comes to the Ukrainian car market. From 2004 to 2005, they bring Jaguar and Land Rover and Porsche over to the Ukrainian market. So by 2007, they have their anniversary of 25,000 uh, of sold cars in the company's existence. By 2014, they open a Porsche center at the Kiev airport. That's right. Kiev airport has a Porsche center that's part of the Ukraine. And at that point in time in 2014, they now have 50 centers. By 2016, 
they bring the British automobile company Bentley to the Ukraine. By 2017, they have 120,000 cars sold and they've paid 1 billion United States taxes to the budget and they apparently have four awards for conscientious fulfillment of tax obligations. By 2017, they are celebrating their 25th anniversary in the Ukraine. 2018, that's right, Jaguar and Land Rover's largest concept dealership is then opened in the Ukraine. 2019, the largest Bentley concept dealership is opened. 2021, Winner Imports Ukraine signs an overseas distribution agreement with Saic Motor International Company in the Ukraine. This all started with a conversation between Joe Biden and the Hynansky family. This is where the entire thing started. And I'm pretty sure that there's an investigation into these strong ties of the Ukraine and why Joe Biden has had his son tied to the Ukraine and why we are sending billions of dollars like we're purchasing from the dollar store to help the Ukraine against Russia. We will find that these uh, connections that were made all the way back before 1992, the sending over of Winter Auto, uh, I'm fairly confident we're going to find out uh, some pretty shocking things about the President of the United States. Uh, I would put my money on it that we would find this out. Now, why am I sharing this story? Well, are you aware that today, now that the Republicans are ready to take back the House, they came out and issued a statement about investigating Joe Biden. Here's the words. Committee Republicans have identified over 50 countries the Biden family sought businesses in. On the international side of the Biden family business, the deals were often led by Hunter Biden. That map there behind the play shows all the countries where the Bidens had a footprint in international business dealings. The map that they put out there and showed today shows the Ukraine very well, but it also shows a number of places in South America, many places throughout Africa, the Middle East, Indonesia, as well as throughout Northern Europe um, in Greenland, where the Biden family is all involved in Central America as well. Uh, this is even more shocking, but it lends credence. It's the reason why I tell you the story that Dave Tuttleman shared with so many people, uh, because it lends credence to what the House Oversight Republicans were talking about. Let's continue on with what else they, they mentioned. The investigation reveals a family that engaged with some of America's most powerful adversaries, planning to sell one of the largest sources of cobalt for electric vehicles in the world to the Chinese, for example. The Bidens flourished and became millionaires by simply offering access to the family. Among the dozens of shell companies the Bidens set up, there were millions of dollars of wire transfers, flights on Air Force Two to conduct personal business, and meetings with heads of state, all while Joe Biden was aware of what was happening. All the while, he turned a blind eye. Now, as the banks become aware of these relationships, they release these reports called SARS. And these reports are to prevent money laundering. And during this presentation, we found out there were 150 reports that were triggered because of possible money laundering or illegal activity, including many that connected Hunter Biden directly to human trafficking. We have the report already in the New York uh, uh, 
Post or New York Times, I forget who ran the story uh, back maybe six months ago, talking about how he was guilty of human trafficking. Well, these are world people, some very bad people that he is being connected to. And this money goes directly to Joe Biden. Uh, He has a 10% equity stake in some of these companies, as pointed out during the presentation. Listen to this about natural gas. This is interesting. One of these deals involves the sale of American natural gas to China. Evidence suggests Joe Biden had a 10% equity stake through his son. And behind Glenn and Andrew is a map from Hunter's laptop. This was a PowerPoint presentation on his laptop in Chinese that uh, they used in working with the Chinese. Now, let's think about this for a second. At a time when Americans are suffering from high energy prices because of this administration's terrible energy policy, we find evidence that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were involved in a scheme to try to get China to buy liquefied natural gas and from a whistleblower to try to get their foot in the door with start with China starting to purchase an interest in natural gas drillers. All right, time for some common sense. This means that if the price of all of the commodities goes up, Joe Biden stands to make even more money. If he can get China to continue the buy, more money gets made. But let's continue. The Nord Stream pipeline, right? The Nord Stream pipeline has blown up. Who could sell natural gas and liquefied gas and make more money for themselves if there's a crisis? That's right, the Biden family, China. You're seeing the scheme. See, it's pretty simple. When you start to connect the dots, whether it's the crypto conversation and the way that FTX just created basically coins out of midair and then money laundered, that, that's what Peter uh, Vankerberg was trying to say, was money laundering through all of these crypto exchanges was going to be so easy. And they made it very, very simple for people to make so much money off the backs of hardworking Americans. But I don't think that's as corrupt as a politician that's selling out your best interest to another country that doesn't have it in their best interest to lower the prices of commodities. It's good that inflation's up for Joe Biden right now. The more that inflation goes up for the Biden family, the more money that they make. They're like reeling in the dough. The party hopefully is about to end. That's, that's, that's the point of what I'm trying to say here though. So I had somebody say to me, uh, just earlier today, um, they said, you know, can you give us some good news this week? Like the shows are kind of like doomy and gloomy and they, they don't have a lot of, a lot of hope in them. Um, that maybe my, my shows were a bit too dark for them. And so, uh, this is my response to you. So that individual went by the name of Wood Parish. It says, Greg, we want a few posts that are inspiring and joyful. I'm on it for two reasons. First, next week, it's Thanksgiving. We got to do some shows about what we're thankful for. Try to do some positive shows the entire week. Hopefully we can do that and the world doesn't you know, start burning in the meantime. Uh, but the other part is I'm going to end with a positive thought here. Everything that I'm seeing, and it's the reason why having a balance in government was really important in taking the house. 
You cannot bring to light when only one political party has control. There can be some accountability. I'm not thinking that everything's just going to immediately change. I don't think that all of a sudden everything's going to be fixed or that all the courts will just back the investigations that I'm talking about with Biden and, and you know what he was involved in. But what I do believe we are on the cusp of finally having a conversation that the fingers can finally be pointed at the Democrats in an honest way, the way that they've been pointed at the Republicans. And it's going to be fun to watch them squirm a bit. It's going to be fun to watch accountability play out in real time, finally, equally on both sides. The FTX conversation, there's accountability on both sides of the aisle. Both sides of the aisle likely deserve to have people in jail or removed from Congress or Senate. Quite possibly, we're going to see Joe Biden removed as president. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say right away, no, that's never going to happen. Well, if he doesn't get impeached, there's still the 25th Amendment. We'll never know. I want to give a sincere thank you to all those that are following on Twitter and on all the different socials that are sharing this show with other people and writing in. You help make this show successful. Uh, You know, I don't create a paycheck off this show. Uh, I fund the show with support from people like yourself. So feel free to go to americaembolden.com. Buy me a cup of coffee on there if you'd like to. Uh, Happy to accept that. We'll be back next week. I'm going to try to keep it thankful stories for Thanksgiving for everybody. You've been listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden. That's me on the America Out Loud Network. Be bold, America. (laughs) 